Welcome back to the Senior Living Marketing Success Podcast, where we help you get more tours and more move-ins. In this episode, I have a conversation with Michelle Hamilton. Michelle is the Chief Operating Officer at Commonwealth Senior Living. We both thought it would be a really good idea to talk about the number one thing that we as sales and marketers in this industry need to be thinking about at the end of the day. And that's creating relationships with seniors, with leads, prospects, with senior family members. That's what's most important. And Michelle has some great advice on how to do that and how technology can be beneficial in that. Take a listen to this conversation with Michelle Hamilton. Welcome to the Senior Living Marketing Success Podcast. I'm thrilled today to have Michelle Hamilton on. Michelle is the Chief Operating Officer at Commonwealth Senior Living, and she has um, a lot of great experience in the senior living industry, everything from you know executive director to being VP of operations, and now she is Chief Operating Officer at Commonwealth Senior Living. Michelle, thank you so much for hopping on to this podcast. Absolutely, Luke. It's so great to be here with you today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I want to start and learn a little bit more about Commonwealth. Um, you know, how many, how many communities, can't even talk, how many communities (laughs) does Commonwealth have? Um, Is there something about Commonwealth that really you feel like separates Commonwealth from some of your competitors? Sure, Um, absolutely. Commonwealth um, Senior Living, we've been around, um, we're actually celebrating our 20th anniversary, 20th year anniversary in April of this year. So we're really excited about that. We are primarily, and we have been primarily a Virginia-based company. And um, over the last few years, we've branched out into a couple of other states. So we have 34 properties that we manage and 27 of those are in Virginia. We have four in Maryland, two in Pennsylvania and one in Tennessee. And as far as separating us um, from the rest, I would say that the nice thing about Commonwealth is that it's a large company, but yet a small Mm -hmm. hometown feel. We're more of a regionally based company where a lot of other large providers are spanned across the United States. And we're really in a a regional regional player, um, but yet a lot lot of properties that we manage. So you can still get in your car and drive to properties if they need you in a pinch or especially during COVID, it was wonderful because we were able to get supplies out to those communities very quickly and um, respond to the need. So that's very nice. And everybody really still knows everybody. I, I know all of the executive directors. I know all of the regional staff. I, you know, so you still have that small hometown feel, but yet being a big, I think, large player in senior living. I think some of the other things that set us apart are our signature programs. And I think every assisted living, senior living community has different signature programs that they um, they highlight. We, of course, have memory care. Uh, we also have an art expressions program, mm-hmm. as well as hydroponic farms, which we're really proud of. We teamed with um, the University of Virginia to put those together. So in most of our properties, we have farms actually where the like basil or lettuce different types of lettuce are grown and the residents can watch that grow over time and help us to take the lettuce out prepare it get it ready we also have farm to table for our our meats and so we we 
team with local farms in each one of our areas and being regionally based, we can do that much easier than if we were across the country. And then we also have a program seafood at the Bay. So we believe that those things make us different. Um, and then of course our, our core values, um, every, I think every community looks at, you know, what makes us do what we do. And um, five or six years ago, Commonwealth really went on a mission to gather what's really important and what's important to success. And based on that input from all the communities came up with the core values, which drive and, and lead us each day in how we, we operate our communities. So you said the word was hydroponic farm. Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever heard, maybe I'm just, I've never heard the word hydroponic before. That's fascinating. <laughs> and it sounds more like, because I mean, I, I know of a lot of communities that have like a community garden, right? But yeah, I mean, no, you're no, using is, the word farm. So I'm yeah, thinking this, this is, this is huge. Lots of acres of, of well, it's know, not that, it's and, not that large. No. And they're actually in our communities in our dining rooms, if you can imagine, and it kind of looks like a large, um, kind of like a freezer, but it's all open. So if you go into, um, I don't know, like a, a cafe or something, you might see a large cooler where you can get things out of it. It kind of looks like that, but much bigger. And then each level in it is, um, is temperature related and lighting. And they, so you put the seedlings in and then you, it tells you on your phone when to change it to go to the next level. And then it's amazing by the time they get to the top that they're, they're beautiful. Basil and lettuce and, oh, I mean, it's really beautiful. And the residents love to watch it and kids do, you know, like the grandchildren will come in and they watch it grow. It's really a, a, a really cool, a cool program. We actually got a best of the best um, with Argentum for that program. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, my first two thoughts are, I have some homework to do to go <laughs> try to get a mental picture in my mind of what this looks like. We're going to scrap if the rest of the our, episode and just our, talk about. If go you go to our website, Luke, you'll be able okay. to see it on our website. It'll show you pictures of it and, and give you a little bit more information about it. So it's really is, cool. that, is that commonwealthseniorliving.com? It is sure is. It? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm absolutely doing that. Um, yeah. That sounds, yeah. that sounds fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cool. That's really neat. So, I mean, obviously you all are really doing some amazing things to, uh, I, I love hearing about communities that really, you know, embrace the idea of, of creating experiences right. for residents mm-hmm. um, and not just, you know, really viewing them as like, oh, you know, we'll have bingo for them. Right. I mean, it's, we're now in like, but... bingo is important. Yeah. Uh, we're not, I'm not saying we get rid of bingo, but I mean, yeah. What you're talking about with 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 you know this hydroponic farm like that just sounds incredible and that's that just goes to show like there are so many really cool ideas out there that people need to buy into and learn more about. Um, there's so many ways to improve the lives of residents. I think that's really neat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that we talked about before and we wanted to kind of touch on was this whole idea of of technology. And when we had you know a discussion before we started recording our podcast, we talked about how, you know, technology, um, the, the emphasis on technology is, is everywhere. Everyone wants to improve their technology. And, and, you know, we are big proponents of technology, obviously, but then, you know, you also talked about the fact that there really is kind of a balance in all of that, because we can't, we can't just automate everything from, you know, no one's going to move in, um, to a, to a, to a room or to an apartment, to a community 
only through automation, right? At some point, there has to be the relationship. So talk a little bit about how you know, technology has, has changed. And I think there's some great things with it, but how can we make sure that at the end of the day, we help, we, we allow technologies to help us create better relationships with, with leads, with prospects, with residents and families? Yeah. When you think about technology and, and what has occurred, I mean, I just, I think about over the last 10 to 15 years, it's unbelievable. When I started in the business, there was like no internet. <laughs> There was very little computer use. I mean, back then we were actually doing bills on paper, if you can imagine. So, I mean, the whole, the whole country, the whole world has changed. Senior living has changed. And there's lots of different technology platforms out there for CRM to manage your leads, to help you stay connected to those leads. Um, but you want to be careful, in my opinion, and with my experience, that the technology is a tool to help you do your job better. It's to help manage your time, manage the leads, keep track of those. But you can't, you can't miss that um, that one-on-one -on -one relationship. This is still a people business. Mm -hmm. Senior living is a people business. It's a very, it's a community level. Um, it's all local. You know, we, we always say it's, it's a local business. It really truly is. You know, people still come to our communities that live within five to 10 miles of the community or they're relocating to be with adult children from different states. So it really truly is about the relationship. So don't lose sight. Technology is just one tool in your toolbox to help you do a better job, but getting in front of a prospect, a family member, a, a potential resident and creating that relationship is, is more important than anything and taking the time to listen and to create that, that comfort level. And when you think about a brand, you know, you, you, people buy brands. So if you're constantly running around and just updating the database and letting technology do the work and you're not creating that brand impression by the way in which you conduct yourself and welcome them in to take a look around and sit down and talk with them and listen, listen to what their needs are, what their wants are, and then how does that fit in with what you offer? Can you meet those needs? Can you meet those wants? And slow down. I always, I, I tell those that sell, and I did this whenever I sold years and years ago as an executive director, is if you treat every single lead like it's the only one you have, you will absolutely be successful. And now that's easier said than done if you only, you, you don't get a lot of leads in a, in a particular right. community, in a particular area. And some, some areas that I've worked in, I mean, the leads are off the charts. I mean, in particular large cities. So that may not seem doable, but it still is a people business. So you yeah, think you'd be surprised to know how many people inquire at a community and never, ever get a phone call. It still is happening after 25 years or more as a profession that still occurs. And oh, yeah. um, so again, just every single one is a golden nugget. <laughs> and we've done some different kinds of secret shopping and I know that others have too. And, you know, you inquire and then, you know, you don't get a response for, mm -hmm. for, you know, a day or two. And by that point, uh, it is way Boom. too late. You've, yeah. you've yeah. pretty much guaranteed you've lost that lead unless they 
happen to live next door and they've been considering you for years. I mean, yeah. Or if they have friends. That late's not good. Right. If they have friends there, they may wait it out because, oh, well, you know, my friend is there. I want to be there with my group or whatever. But you, you really do have to get your systems. And I, I, it's not easy to operate communities um, right now uh, with some of the struggles that we've had through COVID, through some of the staffing concerns that we've had um, as an industry. It's not easy, but if you just look at your community and say, okay, how can we do this better? How, what is the, the brand experience? What is the brand that we're going for? And then what is the experience and what is the what are the touch points that each person goes through, whether that's from a web lead, whether that's a phone call that comes into your building, all of those touch points are so important to being successful in sales. So it it really is about the um, that one on one interaction. And again, it, it when you think about it, when somebody is coming to our communities, most likely they're in a crisis, maybe not right away, but they've been debating it. They've been thinking about it, whether it's an adult child, whether it's the um, senior themselves. And they, there's a lot of guilt that goes in that. There's a lot of loss of independence. And you know we need to, sh- to slow down ourselves and do that one-on-one listening, asking questions for understanding, and then not, you know, not do, not rush into the sales pitch. Again, it's all about a relationship. People buy relationships and people buy a brand. A brand makes you feel a certain way. And if you feel like somebody really hasn't listened to you, do you want to keep talking? (laughs) Typically you don't. So, but if they make you feel better and validated and they really hear you and they hear what you say and they use your name, I think that's such an important thing too. And I'm not the best at that, um, but a lot of really excellent sales professionals that I've worked with, they're so good about saying somebody's name. And Mm -hmm. it's so important because it validates who you are you know, speak to the, the, the senior themselves, not the adult child, you know, make sure you honor that person that you're, you're actually looking um, to, to help them find a place to, to stay, to, to live out their days, to leave that big home that they raised all of their children in, you know, you want to give them grace. You want to listen to where they're at in their journey and help them through that journey. And that's what we do here at, at Commonwealth and we're proud to do. And I'm proud to say I've done that throughout my career. Yeah, this, this has been such a great conversation. And I think a great reminder for everyone to just to keep at the forefront of our mind as we are, you know, especially, you know, the, the local sales directors and the, and the regionals and the VPs of marketing when they're just looking at all of these stats and these numbers and trying to get move-ins and looking at occupancy just to, you know, maybe take a step back and, and remember that at the end of the day, this is about relationships. Yes, the bottom line is obviously important. Yeah, no sure. one's denying that. But um, I think you're right. When you really focus on how can I make this relationship better, if, if you can keep that focus at the forefront of your mind, I mean, like you were saying, at, at the end of the day, everything else is going to take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And numbers are important. I mean, we, uh, you know, if you're, if, if an investor 
owns your community, you, you, depending on what the reporting is and how they're tracking all of that. I mean, that is important. Sure. The, the investor's not going to say, hey, how are your relationships coming no, along? They're, they're <laughs> so not. The occupancy? But, but I bet you, if, if you take the time and you spend that good time with people, your numbers will show. The numbers yeah. will come. They, they will. And it, it, it takes a little bit of learning. It's not easy to do. It, it takes time too, when you feel the pressure of everything else that may be coming at you to just kind of connect. Yeah. But I think it's really important. Michelle, thank you so much for hopping onto this podcast. Um, Michelle, if someone is you know living in uh, Virginia or any of the other states that you had talked about, and maybe they're looking for work or they're thinking, I want to join Michelle's team. I know everyone, it seems like is hiring right now, but if someone is interested in learning more about how can I work on Michelle's team or how can I work for Commonwealth, where would they go to do that? Yeah, visit our website, like you mentioned earlier, which was great, commonwealthseniorliving.com. And we have it go on the careers page. Um, Feel free to reach out. I mean, if you're really looking for something and you want to make a change, you can email me. Um, you can email Christy Root Craddock. And I mean, we're always looking for great talent. And I think one of the things that I'm most passionate about in senior living is helping folks come into this profession. And um, you can make a wonderful career and do really great, meaningful work. And finding people that are right out of college. Uh, I was at a um, community the other day and I was so pleased to see a college graduate who graduated a year early in marketing and working in one of our communities as a sales coordinator. And I'll tell you what, she was so impressive and she interacted with the residents. She was doing um, reviewing admission paperwork and all kinds of stuff. And I mean, that's what I'm passionate about because we need those folks to come into senior living, to choose senior living, whether that's in sales, whether that's in management, any of the jobs that we have, as well as our, our, you know, the staff that really provide the care, we need them. So together as an, as an industry, as a profession, we need to rally around the next generation and help them see they can grow here. They can make a meaningful living. They can do good work and we're going to help them do that. So, yeah. Awesome. Love it. Well, I mean, I'm thinking my immediate takeaways from this is go back and learn about hydroponic farms. (laughs) and remember it's all about the relationship and um, if anyone is is listening and and is looking for um, a work or career change commonwealth might be might be a great solution for them gotcha all righty thanks so much michelle well thank you luke appreciate it take care michelle had some absolutely wonderful pieces of advice on keeping the main thing the main thing and that's creating relationships focusing on creating relationships with seniors but Here's the reality. You're being stretched and pulled in so many different directions, being asked to cover the front desk, asked to do things that maybe you weren't asked to do in the past, and maybe you have a difficult time focusing on what should be the main thing in in creating relationships. And so if that sounds like you, I highly recommend that you go to our website, seniorlivingpros.com, and download our Senior Living Sales Guide. In that guide, we offer some great tips on some things that you can do to help you better create relationships. Go to seniorlivingpros.com and click the link that says Senior Living Sales Guide. We'll see you next time.